are back with another episode of Black Millennial. Um, it's a new year, so new things. We're doing new uh, everything. Um, that said, uh, let's kick it right into our mood. Um, this is how we're going into 2020 with it. You asked me to fill out That's a number you lied to help you embezzle money. I want to know from people like what's your favorite embezzle mine is embezzle <laughs> You know, like, because I feel like that's when the tone started changing. Um, but embezzle? Embezzle. This is why I have been telling y'all for a really long time to get the zoo subscription because it's clearly worth the $3.99. <laughs> like, um, get the fuck, I'm trying to get the fuck ASAP. This, um, cut the cameras. <laughs> Dead ass, right? Everything that we've gotten from Zeus so far has been a hundred thousand percent premium content that like do we even deserve? That being said, y'all go get your subscriptions. It's a black owned business. Okay. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> um this week is sponsored by the big homie. Um I feel like everybody has like uh that person, or sometimes you might be that person. Um I won't get into this now because it's something I'm getting into with my new therapist. Um but hey. sometimes, um, you know, I, I've just been thinking about like, what if you're here? Like, what if I'm here to like give more than I am to receive? You know, that's like some people's position in the world is like to do more for people than they have done for others. Um, so I'm unpacking that. But like, okay. feel free to, you know, unpack that on your own. But um, <laughs> sometimes it's like, you know, there's definitely the big homie who looked out in like every neighborhood. And so shout out to the big homie. Like I've had plenty of them in my life. Um, cool. Before we get into our guest introduction, um, just some things I think should be like talked about. This is a show. Um, this is a production. So, uh, just some housekeeping for the show that we should know for the new year. Um, ultimately when I set out to make black millennial, um, when I wrote this down as an intention, we're going to talk about intentions today. Uh, it was just about having a collective of young black voices and just creating this capsule for our generation that was in our own words. And that's still true. I think uh, completely true to this day. But the uh, original intent of the show hasn't changed, but uh, there's definitely been some changes in our cast. So uh, our original co-host will not be moving forward with the show, uh, but we wish her all the best things. Um, her future is incredibly bright. And so uh, if you've been a consistent listener for a little while, you probably noticed that we've had some really great guests on, uh, some amazingly talented young black women. And this week is no exception. <laughs> Uh, so um, going forward, uh, what Black Millennial needs is more characters. You know, um, I when I first started thinking about this show, it was kind of like a, a living single, you know, but like yeah. on audio um, <laughs> and people being able to like talk out their issues with other people that are just like them that are experiencing the same things so that other people can hear that. So um, there will be episodes in the future where I will not be on the show either. Um, where I will just be uh, producing the show and, you know, doing some things from the background. But um, there's conversations where, like, my voice isn't the most relevant. And so, yeah, um, just some, some new strategies, some new things, some, you know. Sounds really um, exciting. Newness, yeah. I'm, I'm extremely excited, I feel like, for 2020. Um, I'm, like, I don't know, a super nerd kid. I feel like you kind of are, too. That's why I'm glad we're here tonight. <laughs> like, 
But like, okay. um, I just would think about 2020 as like, oh, we're going to be in the future. And like, it's going to be, it's not the flying cars and shit, but like, I am kind of living some of the life that I was anticipating, like as a kid. You okay. Know? Um, and so um, our first guest of the new year, um, y'all know her. Don't like <laughs> um, I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Hi. Well, people call me Milk Mother online, but you know, people who know me can call me. Oh, do you have that rule? Um, in a way. Okay, no, I respect Because that. names, in my opinion, hold a lot of power. Mm. So I don't... I'm starting to dial back on saying, hey, my name is so-and-so and whatever. Got you. No, I understand. Oh I can God. bleep it for fun, too. <laughs> no, I think it'll be like more... Okay. Then it'll create a little bit more mystery. I love that. So like, it's really important that I kind of create boundaries, and that's mm-hmm. how I'm doing it now. So most likely, I'll take my name down on... Uh, Twitter too. I mean, I feel it. Only because I want people to pay attention to my work and not my name. Yeah, my name is like it's what my name is, <laughs> um, but like it's ungoogleable. Oh, you know? like, okay. You know what I mean? Like okay. my name, if you use like my internet name, is my name, yeah. but it's not like my name. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, okay, my, see there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so um, that said, like people will hit me and they'll be like. They spell my name like the internet version, and I know, like, oh, you don't know me. You just, like... Right. Right. So, Facts. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, do you have uh, creative platforms, anything you want to plug? Um, talk about being a Black millennial, okay. anything? Okay, so right now, I am in hiding, kind of, sort of, but I'm working my way back up, and it is actually in alignment with uh, the theme. So uh, right now, I'm fiddling with being a color architect okay. <laughs> in a way. I love that. Um, I don't know if any of you guys know what that means, but I am perfecting the art of color blocking, um, palettes, well, color palettes, mood boards, and I'm just exploring different avenues of design. Yeah, for the instance. theory of color. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Um, and I'm still writing. My journalism is like kind of low key, but I just put mm-hmm. out a um, article for uh, what is it called, Queen and Slim. Okay, it was oh, a, yeah, review. I saw that. Yeah, a review, <laughs> and I posted it like maybe a few days after that. But right now, everything's kind of quiet. So if you follow me, then you'll find my growth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen it for sure. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you'll see some new things coming in the next two months. Actually, cool. I have a lot planned. I feel like there's already things that have been seen too that maybe you're forgetting about because like (laughs) that happens as a creative is that like you you forget the things that you do like I had to go back and do my little Instagram recap this year to be like oh I did shit you know what I mean like it was (laughs) you did a lot of stuff yeah right but like I wasn't really thinking about those things I was just like oh you're just doing them yeah and you're not taking tabs yeah um so that's that's that um, all right. So, um, to connect with us, um, do you want to plug your, like your Instagram, your Twitter? Okay. Well, your you website? can follow me everywhere. Yeah. Um, at milk mother. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. M-U-V-A. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, just make <laughs> and sure then you can like book me for all kinds of things, web design, uh, color palettes, yes. brand aesthetic. Yes. And you can visit that website at the hobbygirl.com. <laughs> spelled exactly com. h-o-b-b-y yes cool <laughs> glad that you know <laughs> yeah no i'm just making sure they know okay. so that they can know <laughs> good 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 thank you cool that's just about it really just just follow me and learn more and just connect <laughs> dope and i think that people will definitely um hear your voice throughout this 
um, and understand your perspective, you Yikes. know. Um, and then they'll be like, oh, wait, what'd y'all say that was? So we're going to plug it again at the okay. end. Okay. Um, so that, you know, me, everybody's able to find you. But uh, before we go into motives and thoughts, mm-hmm. um, you can connect with the podcast. You can follow us. Um, if you like stuff, you know what I mean? If you like, like and comment and whatever, you can also like share that to like, I think we're going to be going on to Facebook. I don't know. Ooh. Like we're moving into like um, different territories. Okay. Um, but in that, like there's, you know, uh, your cousins that maybe need something to listen to. And you're like, hey, let's try to like shift your mind a little bit. You know, <laughs> um, you should really listen to this podcast, you know, whatever it is. Okay. Um, definitely share the podcast with someone. Um, if you love it or if it's done anything for you, if it's helped you or, you know, anything. So, um, we're on Twitter and Instagram at BLKMLNL. Uh, our website is eastoak.co slash BLKMLNL. Um, there's links both in, uh, the show notes and our bios on social, all that you can actually leave us, uh, voice messages. Um, so that's going to be also the intro to people like being on the show you might hear someone's voice message. You're like, oh, I want to hear that intriguing story. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, they join the show to talk about their story. So next level, next level, <laughs> next level things are, are there happening. We go. We're going to move into motives and thoughts. Um, and for people joining the show, I know that, you know, you'll probably have some folks that are listening for the first time because yeah. they're, they're just um, milk mother hive. <laughs> um, and so. So I've heard I have yeah, one the of milk those. Mother hive, yeah, I'm, I am very sure. What? Uh, I'm sure of it. <laughs> But in that, um, there'll be some people that are listening. So I think this is a really good opportunity also to um, kind of explain some of the sections. Uh, And so motives and thoughts that we'll go into first uh, is really like our big um, segment. You know, it's the big space where we just like try to talk something out, uh, whatever the issue is or whatever the the topic is for the week. Uh, This week, it's intention. Um, I think we're going into this new year period where everyone's like, yeah, I'm about to like start this new thing. And like, you know, I want to like, you know, be excited about this new thing. And that's exactly what people should feel. Um, but it's like, let's start at the intention level. And I think throughout this, this year, first thing we're going to be doing, um, I plugged it a little bit on the last episode in March, but, uh, or the last episode, but in March, um, we'll be doing an event, um, called quarter one, um, to just kind of check in with people about like, how was your first quarter? You know, like we said that we wanted to like do these things. We said we wanted to set these intentions. And so today is really about setting those intentions. Um, Personally, you don't got to get too deep if you don't want to. Like, I don't know. I have like my uh, my public and my private intentions, you know, so that's okay to have as well. But um, in motives and thoughts, uh, I'm going to start off just reading all three questions and then we'll kind of have like a free flowing conversation um, through the three of them. Cool. So uh, first is what does setting intentions mean to you? Uh, the second is, how can we make 2020 the year that we transition from intention to action? Um, and then the last is kind of a two-part question. So how do you measure growth? And then what ways do you intend to check in with yourself throughout the year to ensure that your goals are being met? Okay. Cool. Um, so let's start off with like intentions. Like what does that mean to you? Because people say that a lot. Okay. Um, for me, I actually had to learn uh, what true intention setting was Mm. because of course I could say stuff out loud but um I have a bad habit of starting things and just not following through Mm. and like that could be met with like several excuses but for now (laughs) me setting intentions mean that although I do have those uh excuses or whatever you want to call it 
I still find uh, the energy and the motive to follow through. Yeah. And that could be with anything that I've, everything actually that I've been doing as of late. Uh, personally, I guess if we're going to get into that, uh, I started my first therapy sessions with uh, a new therapist that I actually really like. And um, <laughs> for that, I set some intentions on like uh, actually following through and being honest and open because I have a bad habit of kind of kind of lying by omission. Like mm. I don't want to give people too much of me. I can dig it. I mean, you're talking to me here, so I can yeah. you. <laughs> but like, not with my therapist. And, and mm -hmm. people, even with people that I'm really close with, um, I have a bad habit of shutting people out by accident because I don't mm. like judgment. Mm. And uh, that's something that I definitely had to face as of this last year. 2019 was wow. Yeah. <laughs> but um, setting intentions is doing things on purpose and, um, and knowing exactly what you're doing even if you know that you're going to be met with a lot of roadblocks mm -hmm. so that's really it for me yeah even mm -hmm. if you don't know like exactly what it is that you're going to experience mm -hmm. you know it could be bad it could be good but you just know that like all right you know what i'm at minimum going to like put my thought into every single step that yeah. i'm taking you know um yeah i think uh, setting intentions for me is like kind of twofold um it's like writing stuff down Ooh, yes. and like writing it down in like a lot of places so like writing it down digitally writing it down physically like maybe looking at a calendar with the same information that's on like my to-do list like yeah. i said i was gonna do it but what day am i gonna do it on you know what <laughs> i mean like right yes. like there just has to be like some sort of you know follow through um in these things and and yeah that's it for me mm -hmm. um and then I think also like with those intentions, it's uh, it's work, you know, like what work have I put into my dream today? You know, yeah. I ask myself that on a really regular basis. And like sometimes it's annoying because <laughs> I've been in my bed or like I've been on the couch or whatever for like, you know, several hours. I watched several Netflix like series. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm just like, you know, but what work have you put into your dream today? You OK. Know? Um, and some of those days it's like, well, I, I'm going to be able to do this again tomorrow because I rested. Mm -hmm. Right. But some days <laughs> it's like, you know, I haven't done anything and I need to like sit down and you start writing some things down. Like I need to start, you know, planning out what the next portion of whatever is going yeah. to look like. Um, so yeah, I think setting those intentions is like creating a plan, creating a vision, and then also looking at just step one. I think that that's what it takes a lot of times. Like, um, one of the things that we'll talk about at quarter one is creating a podcast, right? Ooh. And like, it's something that, um, people are often interested in or people ask about and they're like, well, what, what's the first thing to like creating a podcast? It's like, it's step one. Actually, what's the first step to like doing anything? It's just step one. Like, yeah. If you want to I don't know, start a hair salon, right? If you want to, you know, like whatever it is that you want to do, you know what I mean? You just start off with what does my first step look like? Yeah. And then once I get past that, I can get to step two, you know? Um, get the so, ball rolling. <laughs> yeah. Just creating a plan for sure. Oh, man. I forgot. I had a, I had a thought That's and okay. I was holding it because it was really good. <laughs> when you When you said writing things down. Oh, I got my thought back. See? So when you said writing things down, right? Mm -hmm. um, I just thought about the two uh, apps that I just downloaded onto my phone. And I tried to go back into like the analog life of writing things down. I'm a fan of writing things down because it helps my memory. I have terrible memory. Yeah. And um, honestly, it's, oh, it's trash. But 
um, it's like a moleskin thing. They better sponsor this one. Like they mm. better come in. Yeah. <laughs> like oh bet. So I have like uh, two moleskin apps, and it's like a. Do you have the calendar one? Yeah, I have, yeah, the, I have calendar the calendar one, one and I have the um the to do list one now, yeah, and it works yeah. so well together. It's mm. helped me with so much, and then moving. <laughs> And moving into another thing that you said about like watching a bunch of Netflix series and kind of being well rested, well rested. Um, I often thought about um, like my success in a way, mm. and then uh, I would think, well, I feel like I'm supposed to be somewhere else. I feel like I'm supposed to be further, and then I sit, I step back. And I pull my head out of my ass <laughs> and I say, well, sis, what did you do in order to get to where you think you're supposed to be? Ooh. And that's, that's ex- <laughs> like, what were you doing? Wow. And that's, that's actually what like lit a fire underneath my little skinny ass <laughs> within the last couple of months, because I feel like I'm supposed to be so much further than where I am now. Sure, sure, sure. And I'm like, okay, well, what, what, what was, where's the work? <laughs> well, I think that, that that's a thing that like we often do, and I'll kind of transition to the second question in one second, but mm-hmm. um, we often do is forget the things that have brought us to the place where we are today. Yeah. You know, like you can only be the person that you are. People like trust your perspective mm-hmm. and people look at your work the way that they do because of what you've done in the past already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, I think that we count ourselves out because we're always looking at like what the, what the next thing is. Mm-hmm. Like we're not even looking <laughs> at the thing that we're working on right now. You know Thanks. what I'm saying? Like you're working on things right now that you've been posting recently, like with the yeah. balance for the albums, right? Yeah. And you're not even thinking about that, but you're thinking about like the next stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely not thinking about the stuff that you did. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Six months ago, yeah. even when you just launched the website so, you know oh my I mean? gosh like, so it, it it definitely um i think to and this is kind of like getting all the way down to the furthest question about like measuring growth but, yeah um we do have to at least take a step back from ourselves and say like well you know what did i do how did i do here okay um just transitioning to like um you know from intention to action mm-hmm. um especially in this year you said something that like I always thought like applied to me, uh-huh. um, which was like, I start things and then I don't finish those things, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so for me, a couple of things like uh, persistence mm-hmm. and like drive and dedication to whatever it is that you're doing. Yes. It don't matter if you sell them platters, you know what I'm saying? Like, you better sell them, so them platters, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You better like, and, and if your customers give you like, you know, some feedback about like, hey, can we get a little extra of this? Mm-hmm. Give, you know what I mean? Take that feedback. Do what you can to like sustain that thing that it is that you desire that you want to see, you know? Okay. Um, so I think, yeah, persistence is is a big thing. Um, and being able, oh, this is a hard, a huge one, um, being able to pivot, Ooh. right? Being able to transition from like, Hey, I was once doing this to now I'm doing that. Um, I had this conversation with Jordan, uh, Jordan Plain Mm -hmm. a a bit ago, Um, but just being able to, you know, do what I was once doing, or maybe people knew me as this thing or knew me that, you know, uh, I was from this project. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm no longer with that project or I'm no longer doing that. And I'm doing this other thing. And yeah, we like sometimes (laughs) pigeonhole ourselves into these spaces where it's like, oh, I have to be this because this is what people know me as. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and like you know, and I, I think that, like, as creatives, we, because we give so many fucks, like, yeah. low-key, 
Like, I think that um, we think that everybody else gets Yeah, we got to remember <laughs> that everyone is, not everyone is paying attention. Yeah. And when they do, like, they care, but they don't care as much as you do. <laughs> yeah, so um, the from intention, just from our thoughts into action, for me, um, it's definitely being persistent. Um, and then it's also being able to pivot when the plan doesn't look exactly like what we thought it was going to look okay, like. Okay, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> for me, I got to remember to take my time. Mm. Um, I, I oof. I don't know if you saw a meme that I posted a couple of months ago. I don't know how long ago it was. Again, I have a terrible sense of time. <laughs> I just be moving. But um, basically, I, I have an idea. And then I think I'm supposed to be at the next, <laughs> like at the next level. Like I'm supposed mm. to start then from A to Z. No alphabet in the middle. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, no letter in the middle. Yeah. My bad. It's, it's just like A to Z. And if I have to, if I find myself having to actually take the steps to work through B and everything else, I'm like, oh no, it's not working the way I want. I, I just don't have any patience because I know I'm so, I know personally, I'm so talented. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to get this done. Right. And also people, you're like, when you are talented, you're like, yeah. people should be fucking paying attention. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean, like this shit is fire. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. Yeah, so um, patience and uh, just taking my time with everything, um, and just remembering. Of course, I can have multiple ideas. I do not have to uh, conform to anyone else's standard of what a creative looks like. Um, I can have as many ideas as I want, as long as I work through all of them thoroughly, and I'll be okay. So patience and and yeah lot of patience <laughs> that's really it really getting giving myself the opportunity to get there yeah, is how the action will really pop out yeah definitely like look back now like okay this is stuff that i'm doing now but i wanted to be doing this in like you know 2015 but i'm doing it now you know what i'm saying and i'm doing i'm doing it now <laughs> yeah it's happening so like you know yeah definitely give yourself the the time and the opportunity to grow okay um and then how do you how do you measure growth um and then like do you have different ways that maybe you check in with yourself or like um mm-hmm. yeah yeah how do you measure growth um i have a past self and a current self mm. past self would be like okay well uh accolades like I want my flowers, I want my claps, I want my stars. <laughs> and I still have I still have that in the back of my mind, but it's not so much of my success my success is measured by that. It's um for me, it's measured by how well I executed it for myself. Um I think about how like the album palettes that was a successful run for me. Yeah. Like I know compared to like all of my other pictures, like my personal pictures, they didn't get as many likes. But the way that I sat down and I like broke apart all of the album covers and I took my time. I worked through fifty colors out yeah. of one yeah, palette. Yeah, <laughs> like that was a really successful run to me. And it's 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 more of a self thing. Like how do I feel afterwards? Do I feel like I um I took what I saw in my mind and I put it into physical form the way, mm-hmm. like I saw it. Like, mm-hmm. what, you, am I, I doing it? Exactly. There we go. Shout out to Solange. But um, yes, that's really it. Like, did I do it the way that I want it, without like um, thinking of others? Did I take everyone else's uh, perspective and apply it to my own? And did it warp to other people? That's really how I do it. Just think about how I, you know, 
Outside. Yeah, I feel you. I think about being, um, I think about being a man of my word a lot. Um, and I think about being a man of my word, like to myself. Okay. You know? Um, that's one of the things like, you know, when you're a kid and you don't take this, like, all right, I was talking about like how my parents were kind of like real tough. <laughs> um, but like, you know, it also made me me. Um, but like, you know, I think I was maybe like 12 or 14. And I, I, I lied about something, you know, okay. to my dad. And he's just like, oh, you're not a man of your word. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I feel like you told me this story before, okay, actually. Yeah. And it like made me like, damn, nigga. <laughs> like, jeez. Like, I'm not even a man yet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just getting there. But like, that's something that stuck with me for a really long time, obviously. Okay. And I'm like, um, I'm now, I think about that to myself. Like, are you being a man of your word to mm-hmm. yourself? Like, and if you're not doing that to yourself, how can you be a man of your word to anyone else? You know what I mean? Or like, how can you think that your word would hold weight? Uh-huh. You know? Um, and so I think for me, it's about writing those things down and then doing, did you do what you said you was going to do? Yes. You know? And obviously, <laughs> you know, things don't always um, look exactly like what you want them to look like. I'll use mm-hmm. like the live show for an example. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I'm not going to lie. Everything from the live show went exactly the way I wanted it to. <laughs> so like... <laughs> That was great. That yes. was amazing. That was a, a great example. Okay. Um, but again, knowing what you wanted it to look like, right? Having all those pieces like all lined up and whatever, you mm-hmm. know, is what allowed for it to go exactly like, you know, I wanted it to be actually even better than I anticipated it going, <laughs> you know? Um, I don't but, know why you're surprised, but that's no, a but there, there are <laughs> Because there's like, uh, there's planning and then there's the human factor, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that we can there definitely is going to be times when maybe things are a little different from again what we expect them to be because in our minds we have these like idealized versions of like the way the world works like everything works out for me you know what I mean like everything (laughs) happens exactly the way that you know it was planned and like obviously there are things that you know go on that uh maybe I didn't plan or like I didn't expect but also again taking a look at like what I was looking to do in the very beginning, mm-hmm. you know, even using this show as an example in the very beginning and then just returning back to that original intent, Yeah, you know? Um, and so the measurement of growth is like, where was I once? Where am I now? And where do I want to be in, you know, in the next portion yeah. of this? Like if it's, you check in every quarter, if it's like you working on whatever bad habit it is that you want to kick you, Ooh. like <laughs> I'm really trying to stop smoking blunts to be honest. Like, Gotta get to them papers. I'm not even to papers. I, <laughs> no? I want a bong, but sometimes Ooh. I just really love to smoke a blunt at the end of the day. A you bo- know, like bongs and bowls really get you high. By the yeah, way. I like, um, <laughs> I actually want to go to a pottery class and make my own bowl. Okay, put on the list. Like something that's all I'm. Yeah, that's <laughs> put it on the list. Um, but yeah, like uh, if it's a weekly thing of like checking in, or if it's like every couple of days, you mean? All right, you know what? I'm just smoking a bowl all week. You know what I mean? Or like, I'm trying to like cut out whatever it is out of my diet. Like for the last, like at this, mm, I ate bacon during like Christmas. Um, But like really other than that, I did, I ate like a, like it was like a bacon wrapped Brussels sprout and it was just like too good to That sounds amazing. Like one of my cousins made them and they were just crazy Oh my goodness. I saw you tweet about turkey bacon, by the way. Welcome to the club. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't ready to talk about that. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm just kidding. Um, I might be turkey bacon hive. I'm not sure yet, but like I might be. Um, but I, um, yeah, I, I haven't been eating like pork and beef and like some, you know, chicken and turkey and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever little stuff that is in the sea. Um, 
all of them. The scallops, the shrimp, the salmon, the crustacean, the crustaceans, and yeah, all of those. Um, so, but it's just like uh, it started off with just me saying, like, you know, what? I'm gonna try to cut this out for a week. Okay. And then it was two weeks, and then it was ten weeks, and now it's been like two, three months. You know what I mean? Like, look at you. Like the same thing for like drinking. Mm-hmm. Like I'm back to drinking now, and I'm about to be back off. I'm about to be. I might just be sober forever. Well, Ooh. just off, not off weed. That sounds nice. <laughs> but drinking is like not that fun to me anymore and it doesn't make me feel that great. Okay. And so it started off with me saying like, you know what? I'm just not going to drink for the rest of the week. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, it's two weeks. And then I didn't drink from like July to November. Okay. And it was just like, I don't feel bad. You know, uh-huh. like I actually love my life. I drank because it was like my birthday and it was a celebration of the live show. You okay. Know what I mean? like, <laughs> that's why I did. That's valid. But otherwise, like I probably wouldn't have been back to drinking. And now I'm like, I'll have a drink when I want to, you know, uh-huh. but um, yeah, it, it starts with just like, all right, if I can do this today, then I can probably do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then I can probably do it, you know, the next day or I can do it throughout this quarter, which turns into I can do it for the year. And now I love that I turn around and like. I like let's say let's use vegetarianism as an example. Okay. Like, I'm I want to just cut it out for this quarter, or I want to like start the year off different. Whatever we do it for the whole year, we do it for a year and a half. Now I'm a whole vegetarian. You Are you? I mean? No, I'm not. <laughs> but I'm saying like, I'm like if what? I if I don't eat meat for you know 18 months mm-hmm. you know what i mean i could probably say like i'm a vegetarian okay you can actually you know like because yeah. you actually cleansed you actually body. did the work <laughs> exactly. exactly and so that's what I'm, i mean like if we take the time to do the things that we like say that we want to do then we can turn around and say like i am that yeah thing. you know what i mean so look at that full circle full circle, <laughs> full um, circle. do you have anything else to add i think this is a good uh um, good start to the show no, not really. I feel like you really covered everything, especially with the writing of things down, like sticking to that. And I do have a journal now, by the way, like right. I've, I've gotten into journaling. So that's how I check in. Just going back to like, if I logged something in like two weeks ago mm-hmm. and I look and I'm like, okay, well, I got that done. My check boxes is all filled out. I do have a habit tracker that I put in my health log too. So sure. that's another thing. You know, what I just <laughs> actually thought of as you were saying that, because like, these are like real strategies. I actually have a planner. It's right there. That um, last year I didn't use. You know how we always do that? Like we want to get a planner and we go whatever. Yeah. And the weeks on the inside, they aren't like numbered. Like it's yeah. just like week one, week two, week mm-hmm. three. So like I just crossed off 2019 and, and it's an all black book. And so and now yeah. look, it's just a planner, you know? And like uh, I'm going to do better about putting stuff there. I also have like a different, I have two planners, you know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. it, it, like I had different ways to put stuff down, but like don't don't go out like buying brand new shit actually this is the last thing i'll say about it is like don't do things that you did before and you thought was gonna work yeah they didn't like that was my thing oh i can buy all these planners and like i'm gonna plan Mm -hmm. you know but like it clearly doesn't work so i'm not gonna go buy new planners i'm gonna use the planners that i have don't waste some money (laughs) um so yeah just uh do everything new anything Mm -hmm. that you used to do if it didn't work don't do that shit no more do something else find another way please Uh, (laughs) yes all right cool so these are our motives and thoughts for this yes. week. Um, let's move on to I would like to see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to see it is typically just like a little short statement. I'm going to give this one in a second. Um, but, you know, obviously inspired by the queen, our queen, Monique. Um, <laughs> but this week's I would like to see it is uh, I would like to see everybody just get in their bag 
Um, this is like that year. This is what we've been mm-hmm. waiting on. Y'all niggas been saying y'all got 2020 vision since 2018, basically. Yeah. So like it's here now. <laughs> um, and like, please reach out if you need help, you know, not just to me, but to like other people. Like yeah. b- y'all have people. I'm sure that people have, like, I have other creatives that like I, you know, look at and I like, I'm inspired by their content and things like that. Like, don't like this it's just the motherfucking internet it's just instagram between y'all just you know what i'm saying question. don't yeah <laughs> don't hesitate if they don't answer you or they don't you mean whatever it is what it is but like most people are still trying to get it as well mm-hmm. you know what i mean like people aren't at these positions where they're like oh i don't want to help anybody fuck everybody you know what i mean Yikes. so like if you need help don't be prideful about it and if you are somebody that can help and they reach out don't be like don't be prideful you yeah. know um we're not doing that ego shit this year it's just over. It's done with. Mm-hmm. Um, on the same note, in the in like creative terms, if you have a friend that like you guys maybe both creative, same industry, different industry, whatever, um, and they give you feedback about something, accept it. Yeah. Like I've been, um, I called my friend. Um, I said I need you to be my ops now, <laughs> right? Because like I need like I need people or I need to think. The way that like my opposition would think, I don't have any opposition. Like I'm okay, not, you know what I mean? I don't, you don't have no like, haters. I don't really, truly. <laughs> um, but like I okay. need to think the way that my haters would think. Okay. In order to like make my work perfect. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, what they gonna say? No, I can't say that because I did that. <laughs> I already took care of it. You sound like Cardi B. She definitely says something along really? the lines okay. of that. She said, "Well, I fix my teeth. You can't say nothing else." Right. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder how it sounded like Cardi B. Um, <laughs> but, okay, I'll take that one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, she went on the whole spew about, spew about it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I just think good or bad, if somebody gives you, like, good feedback, they say your stuff is good. I also have been asking people, like, oh, they're like, oh, I really like the podcast. What do you like about it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's dig into it. We stay in details. For sure. <laughs> um, there's one more thing. <laughs> that we like this is really important. It inspired yes. me on my way here. Where? When I was in the in my ride coming here, um, the person that was driving me was like, oh, you seem really soft around the edges. How you living around here? And I'm like, well, first of all, what? <laughs> so I would like to see people to stop removing, well, to start removing limitations on blackness that they find in the ghetto. Because you don't mm-hmm. know me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I might be soft or whatever, but I'll still beat your ass. <laughs> right, and you also don't know, like, I could just be being soft to you right exactly. now. Exactly. So like let's let's not look at blackness as a one like a one dimensional yeah, aspect. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Especially the blackness that you see in Philly. You gotta relax. Right. But that's it. There's that's multiple like tracks to blackness and I think also in talking about like neighborhoods. Right? Yeah. You you might like um be like on a block that looks like mine. Yeah. And live inside of a house that looks like mine. Exactly. You know what I mean? Facts. <laughs> Same so, thing. Like, Same yeah, thing. You never know uh, what you're gonna get. Exactly. So. So I would like to see that. Work. <laughs> um, this week uh, in weird white people shit. <laughs> um, weird white people shit is exactly what it says. Okay. You don't even gotta like do much explanation, sadly. <laughs> um, okay. Where do we want to start? Um, Dr. Phil Sutton. Um, Jordan McGraw. This okay. nigga is extremely weird. Like just having this house, like you have to know that there's something. Oh yeah, what's the... this? Okay. <laughs> so he has this Beverly Hills villa, five bedrooms, six bathrooms. That was the ugliest pool table that I've ever seen in my life. All these stories will be linked in um the show notes, but it's literally just this like ridiculously disgusting 
like OD house. Like it's a <laughs> it's a big space, but like there's no consistency in the design. Like it looks like chaos. It looks like an acid trip. Like someone threw up. Like threw up every. <laughs> they just threw up everything that you could possibly like well. potentially put into a place. Um, it's like so he was going for Chronicles of Narnia. Did you see that wall of guns? <laughs> what the hell? See, this is why. Is that a rabbit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Yo, yeah. <laughs> what is this? This is yeah. So that's that. I mean, the movie theater like that looks okay, but okay. like the color schemes, like every room has a different couch. color scheme. I'm just extremely confused about that. He's like, like this is the only nice the outdoor space is nice, okay. but it's because it's just fucking gray. But if it rains, like, what's up with the? Oh, right. I guess they have. It's a five million dollar house, so okay. Um, Getting chairs, <laughs> but you guys should definitely look at the house. It's extremely <laughs> fucking weird. It's one of the weirdest things I've seen so far in twenty twenty. Okay. Um, our second thing. Um, let's talk about white people lying. White people love to lie, and every time I see some shit like this, I know that a white person did that because <laughs> only white people do passive aggressive stuff like this. Like a nigga will punch you in the face before doing some shit like this. So uh, basically, a Kansas officer. Um, a few, I saw this a few weeks ago that he basically said that this McDonald's employee had wrote fucking pig on like his drink at McDonald's. Like, okay, what? maybe. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm supposed to feel sorry for this bitch. Cause I don't, you know, like, <laughs> and, and like, okay, someone wrote something on your drink. Y'all be killing people. Exactly. Be, like, taking people's lives. So people have the right to feel that way. I'll be damned. In any case, um, the officer has now resigned because it was a fake complaint. Like he made up the complaint that this person wrote fucking pig on his thing. He actually wrote it. <laughs> and like, that's like, what the fuck? Like, that's... What, what, what was the reason? Like, what did you gain? What would you have gained if... When you see white people like spray spray paint like crackers, like <laughs> on their Z. dim crackers <laughs> on their own uh, fucking shit, like, it, it's always it's always them. It's like never us because we would if I was gonna do some shit, I would probably burn your house down or I would like break exactly. a window or something. Like, what? Like, I'm not about to write dim crackers. Like, <laughs> where did they case. come up so, with this? More weird white people shit. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> United Methodist Church, I, I kind of don't know, like, like there's some positives that are happening, and then there's also some, like, weird white people that are just choosing to, like, live in these antiquated spaces. Yeah. So, um, United Methodist Church has actually proposed a historic split, so um, basically they would be, like, making a secondary denomination, um, and one portion, uh, and it's mostly, it's, it's so weird, they talk about in the CNN story how it's kind of split the same way that America is, you know okay. what I mean, in terms of like liberal versus conservative, right? There are some like more liberal cities where there's United Methodist Church um, and they're like, hey, the, you know what I mean? Like, let's open it up. Like, why, why are you sitting here discriminating on people based on, you know, the God that you said loves everyone? So segregation? So segregation, <laughs> right. So, yeah. So in this okay. case, um, they had a, they sent out a mandate fairly recently saying that um, all churches needed to take a firm stance against LGBTQ like clergy and also gay marriage. So you can be gay and you can go to the church. And that's what's like, how's that's incredibly fucked up. Like you can be gay and you can go to the church, but you can't become like a preacher or a pastor or anything at the church. They also said non-celibate LGBTQ. So like you can, <laughs> never mind. Um, 
It's so do, do they let preachers or pastors in the United Methodist Church have sex? I think they do. I would be like, they I'm probably got sure. wives. Okay. It's not like the priesthood, mm. you know? So like, extremely, Yikes. extremely weird. Um, but yeah, they had to uh, mandate this by 2021 that they would not do any gay marriages in their churches. Um, and there's a group of people who said, well, we out. <laughs> Uh, and there are other churches that support them. So it's something that's still kind of ongoing right now, mm-hmm. um, but definitely a story worth reading into um, and finding out more. It's just, it's like the fact that, let's just break this down. And I've said this so many times. You sound so exhausted. I am. It's so tiring. <laughs> because what is going because, on? Because like, the fact that all that this is about is what people do in under their covers yes <laughs> like know? this is a private matter <laughs> when many of these people who are like you know judging and like making these judgments against people are doing far more illicit things oh we know okay <laughs> hell is gonna be hot and full you know <laughs> full of people interesting things hot and full um, we're going to talk about y- y'all nignogs in one second. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> but before we get there, we can talk about like the seriousness of it. Yeah. Um, and the fact that this impeached president, uh-huh. uh, or this president who's like been impeached now, um, basically is trying to start a war. So Donald Trump and them, um, killed, uh, the leader of the Iranian it's like a very specific name. Yes. I don't have it in front of me. Um, but there are like multiple army parties in yeah. um, Iran and it was one of the major bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they killed him. Yeah. That said, niggas is mad. I know. Oh my goodness. I, I, I hmm. yeah. So I had a whole moment <laughs> okay. before the, after the tweets actually, because like, of course, some of the tweets were like, what? Some of the tweets were like laughable. Mm-hmm. But like when you break it all down, I was really, um, I I spoke to one of my friends in private about like how it all started. And I was just like, okay, I do care about 200 soldiers, U.S. soldiers being like killed and a contractor, I believe. But um, if we're going to compare, which I don't usually do, uh, the U.S. has definitely killed a lot of people. (laughs) A lot more. And then to react in such a way like this is really uh, alarming because like, there's it's clearly an underlying reason why they decided to uh, assassinate someone yeah. and it's not because of 200 soldiers dying for sure for sure and um i have a personal connection to it not because of um not because you know, i'm you know iranian huh so you know donald trump no yeah. <laughs> i mean the whole situation <laughs> <laughs> no, because my family's Muslim. Yeah. I have a uh, family in, in Yemen mm-hmm. and like, you know, like all of these places where like Muslims live yeah. and it's just like, well, damn, we're fucked. <laughs> like maybe not uh, people who are living on the U.S. soil, maybe not as much as people who are overseas, but uh, oof, Islamophobia exists. And I have personally, right, yeah. <laughs> I've personally had to deal with it all throughout my life. So it's just really exhausting when a president kind of just go out of their way to just act on such a, uh, ooh, a very... <laughs> yeah, I, just, I think it's like extremely um, difficult to be proud of like, I'm proud to be an American. No. Like, why? How? <laughs> why? We hate it here. Yeah, like we hate it. I hate it here. Like, like honestly. 
I like we really you don't like it here when people say like um go back to your country or go back to where you came from I love let's that break too. down a few things <laughs> like nigga niggas don't know because of shit that y'all did exactly. so if y'all want to um pay the check and not collect my dna history exactly you know I mean? then we can, i'll go we'd have a full conversation about it i'm looking it. for somewhere to go right now <laughs> as we speak like we can't, we and can't. then if y'all cut the reparation check i'm out I don't need this shit. But like, if we if we leave and go to wherever we were where we came from, can y'all people leave too? Like the colonizers and everybody else that's over there, like in Ghana and shit, like those the white yeah, people. Gotta that's, get out. You gotta get out Chinese, when we go in. Y'all gotta go. Please remove yourselves so you can make room for people who actually belong there. But that's that's another. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm just like really tired of this. I'm like somewhat. I've talked about this before. Like somewhat into politics and a little bit more into like history. I think. Um, and just understanding that like the shit that's happening today is like, has not been written anywhere in history. You mm-hmm. know? It's like, this is some like completely different shit. This is some next level shit. But what we're <laughs> doing is trying to react to it in these like, um, very like the ways that we've done historically, you know, like we're trying to like go through this impeachment and blah, blah, blah. They're yeah. all trying to like play their role or whatever, but niggas is not playing their role before Donald Trump, before the shit happened on, I guess it was like when, Thursday? Something like that? Yeah. Um, Thursday, or mm-hmm. yeah, Thursday night, um, Donald Trump had conversations with like Mitch McConnell and like these Republican people on Monday about it, but didn't talk to no Democrats, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm only going to talk to my yes niggas, but I'm not going to talk to my no niggas. Uh, you know I, what I'm saying? And so we, that's the, that's the uh, world that we're going into. Yeah. And it's like the clout shit is funny and it's all, you know, mm-hmm. whatever when we on Instagram or we on Twitter yeah. and we making jokes and all that. But niggas is playing tic tac toe with our lives. Yes. So like and that's, what are we doing about that's it? That's exactly why I had like a moment where I was just kinda mad about it. About the whole situation. Um, are we are we moving into but, the No, the I was gonna say the tweets okay. are funny. <laughs> okay. So like <laughs> I understand the serious of it, but also at the same time we are regular civilians mm-hmm. and I feel like people don't remember they they fail to remember that you can walk and chew gum at the same time yeah you can care about this and you can be sometimes being so afraid (laughs) you just gotta escape from it sometimes and i think actually um there's another thing that uh, a segment later that connects to this whole worrying about so many things at the same time to the point Mm. where it kind of drives you crazy so of course some people might not think that these jokes are funny i don't think that the the ableist jokes are funny when they talk about like oh well crazy people don't get drafted no that's not funny don't post of some don't post people who are like not mentally um there. Just think about the jokes. Make your yeah, jokes thoughtful. Exactly. So Those like the nigger navy about. ones was hilarious. hilarious. Like, and it was like a throwback from another time. Exactly. Like shout out to Yahoo. Because yeah. <laughs> that those are the funny ones. Those are the ones that I actually uh, paid attention to but everything else all of the whole oh well i'm gonna be in my tank and i'm running over iranian kids that was like wow okay no, i don't like that i did like the how they bought the future meme back oh yeah like um <laughs> basically like uh, i ran all over your heart you yes know what I mean? and i thought that like uh before you know I mean, whatever happens that we could get back yes like, those are hilarious those are yeah exactly um, yeah i really love a thoughtful joke mm-hmm. um so that's sweets on fire the the world war three jokes when i just saw like world war three trending and then i saw all these people talking about it and i was just like oh, all right well that's you know <laughs> that's that um glad we're not i guess in quote-unquote world war three just yet yeah um but you know more to come we'll update you on a that's really basis. scary yeah 
as long as they don't do a cyber attack then you know we gotta figure that out <laughs> and honestly if they do a cyber attack on things that just really doesn't like affect my wi-fi yeah. then, like if i could just make sure like i could still access netflix and stuff yes. like that um i guess i can give up everything else yeah i don't really no, nobody really texts me so mm-hmm. um you can turn that off and shit, just like, send letters to each other yeah um <laughs> yeah just keep the netflix please mm-hmm. i'll be bored of shit <laughs> um <laughs> they gonna chew you up you know they go to you last that thing one. <laughs> um this is kind of actually a, a a weird white people shit as well um but i i'm i just don't understand like i don't know that much about uh the situation with the baby like oh, i do kind of know about the yeah. situation like i just know that he's been like arrested a bunch of different times for, for not doing that much of anything yeah and so i feel like you have no other thing that you can feel other than like oh y'all just want don't want niggas yeah. have fun niggas can't have fun niggas <laughs> can't enjoy their lives you i've seen too many memes of you you know just eating chips and scooping around like the fucking gas station you know he's <laughs> dancing and shit like you know like this nigga's having too much fun exactly with his life. and so there's multiple cities it was charlotte and in miami where he was arrested mm-hmm. most recently um like he was arrested for somebody stole and in the headline it said he, they stole thousands of dollars from him exactly and he stole eighty dollars. He poured some apple juice on him, and apparently he took like a, a credit card or something. Yeah. And I would do the same thing. Let me see what I can swipe off of here, since <laughs> you're not gonna give me my fucking so you're gonna money. You rob me, nigga. Right? Like, and you think that I robbed you? Mm-hmm. Nigga, you owed me. Se- you know what I mean? Like, so, what's eighty dollars to thousands of dollars? Right. So I would like him to also be arrested, and I think it's really smart. His team, they've also been like uh, recording video, just of yeah. like you know him for documentary purposes. But they've also like released footage before the police can mm-hmm. so that niggas know what's really going on. Yeah. So that they're not just saying like, oh, this is what happened with the baby. And like, it, it's not actually That's false. Yeah, you know, so. what really broke my heart was watching him uh, get dragged. Um, I was, I was really in, in some shock. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it sounds really dramatic, but like seeing somebody who's like that high of like, of of celebrity status getting just just dragged by the cops while he was already handcuffed i was like okay yeah like you now you're trying to shame and humiliate this person and it sounds personal it looks personal now and that's what that and they do it to like who's your main nignog (laughs) who's your main nignog that you love that he's having a great time with his life everything is going really well for him gotta take him out how can we make sure that y'all know that like it don't matter how high you get we will still try to bring you down exactly so that was that was one. Um, okay, second shut in. Um, for those who don't know about the second shut in, mm-hmm. um, essentially, if you grew up in church, you went to church. There would be a, a program in the church program. There'd be a list of people who are sick and shut in, couldn't make it to the services this week um, <laughs> because they are sick and or shut in. Um, on Black Millennial, we use the sick and shut in as an opportunity to um, offer redemption <laughs> to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, previous sick and shut in uh candidates have been uh, Nicki minaj she spent a great time on there um summer walker <laughs> um uh, who else? summer walker i just feel like all those like oh like amanda seals yeah uh, i see it uh. mm. um you know like there there's been just some folks people have had to spend time this week it, it's rather interesting because i'm actually it, it's somewhat about it's a redemption story um, I'm taking this person from the trash can and bringing them onto the sick and shut in. Right? You still have like ways to go. Like recently, we took Nicki Minaj off the sick and shut in. Okay. Because she seemed to be doing a bit better. Okay. Right? She wasn't like making episodes of Queen Radio, so things were going well. Right? Insert. Yeah. 
to freedom. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, YG, he apologizes to the LGBTQ community. community. Mm. I probably said it like that because of how he spelled it. Let me actually read his statement. It's been brought to my attention that my old views on my life was ignorant. I apologize to the LGBTQ community. With community spelled with a K. <laughs> because, you know, he's a blood, so no C's. Get out of here. Um, for com- forever coming, with a K as well, across like I was anything but respectful, respectful and accepting. Live, love, your life, gang. Exclamation point. And exclamation point. <laughs> like, that's, that's it. And, like, people were giving him like credit like uh people posted you know what that is growth right and it like is it we'll talk about that in a minute um there there are people are like crediting kehlani because like he and kehlani broke up she tweeted about being single and then deleted the tweet and blah blah blah, 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 all the shit i don't care about (laughs) and ultimately (laughs) like um i just think like let's let's break this let's dissect this tweet have you ever listened to dissect Mm-mm. we'll talk about that <laughs> um, but let's dissect this tweet um, it has been brought to my attention that's where we went wrong right there because you should have been bringing it to your own attention like, you should have been the one to like maybe have had a discovery or like something like changed for you <laughs> like something the waiting to exile moment so, <laughs> um, but my old views on life was ignorant but like you said he said last year it was yeah it was last year at nipsey's funeral like and this is not even about the lgbtq community. yes he said at nipsey's funeral he said we're like i'm raising you know, light-skinned some girls. light-skinned <laughs> b-word like and like stop to not say it because i think it was like a funeral or whatever but he was like calling his daughter and like anything i don't know like i don't know buddy like that's anything. and so i'm willing to take you out of the trash can and put you onto the sick and shut in list to be like let's what about start, the recycling bin let's start praying him up you know what i mean let's like you know put some like prayers behind him but oh my gosh i don't know buddy i don't know like you, you definitely don't get like points for this you get like zero you get 0.5 points for this for this apology <laughs> So he's not in the negatives anymore? Not in the negatives. So okay. I'm glad people are at least like, or at least we can like start off a new year with like, uh, you know, new vibe. Um, but I'm going to need to see some more. A lot more. Um, also on the second shut in, to be honest, is like technically all of us. Um, like there's like fires going on in Australia. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. That are like really bad and so many babies. only getting worse. So many animals. So many animals and then, you know, people, and I think that what we will see and will continue to see is like these kind of natural disasters happening in other places, but like, we don't want to wait until it becomes real to us to be like, oh shit. Because when it's like outside of your door, like that's too late, you know? And it's crazy because like, we just had like the craziest wildfire in California and everyone was like, well, (laughs) and then they also have like a drought like a right. water drought still. Yep. You're like, oh, okay, I guess. But like when something happens in like New York City or exactly. like when something happens like in middle America, mm-hmm. you know, or something happens like, you know, maybe outside in the little suburbs of where you live, mm-hmm. like then you'll start to feel it and start to like, whatever. Um, I did see a thing that said like, uh, I think it was Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg and um, Jeff Bezos. And we took all three of their salary and like we took a third Sheesh. from each, just one third from each of them we would be able to push back climate change by 20 years. Mm. Of course, they're not going to do it. So we were talking about this at work and someone I work with was like, you know what I think? 
think we should just kill one billionaire. Right? <laughs> like we could just pick one, <laughs> one billionaire to kill. So like if everybody like, all right, Jeff Bezos, we just off him. Amazon would still go on. Yes. You feel me? Like Amazon would not stop. Okay. Right. Cause there's plenty of people. He's just like the head of Amazon and mm-hmm. whatever. So your company still goes, everything happens, but we can assume all of your wealth. Like yes. We can take that because you're not going to need it no more because we have decided as a society. Get <laughs> you out of here, buddy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I don't know if you guys want to run for me or I can't run for president yet, but um, support your local congressman come in like 2021 or some shit. Okay. It's like they're going to try to take my ass out. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Loud and wrong. Ooh. It's another one on there too. Okay. I'm going to let you go for all of them. I, I, what I had, I'm no longer going to say. No? No. Why not? I mean, if you want to say it. I can say it because I don't care. <laughs> You know I don't care. <laughs> I can do it. Can you lead? You can leave with this. Room. Oh, this okay. Nice. Yeah. So this one is also a personal thing because I think everything is about me. But what is it? My personal appearance appearance does not permit the assumption of my personal identity. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes. So like that's really important for a lot of people that I know personally as well as myself because I identify as like a non-binary person. Mm. And I do accept the she um, pronoun, but I prefer they, them. But that's just okay. something that we're not going to get into right now. And like a lot of people look at um, the people who appear feminine or masculine and mm-hmm. they're and they just go in. <laughs> and they're like, well, how are you this? And how are you that? Yeah. And I see so many, a lot of people are actually dwell, delving into like the idea of uh, non-binary pronouns. And I just had to get on my stepdad about this. I don't mean to blast him, but he he deserves it. My parents so, get blasted on the show all the time. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. my stepfather didn't understand the concept of uh, non-binary and how it does not connect to how I look and it doesn't connect to who I have sex with or who I'm romantically involved with. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I can't really get down with that. And I was like, well, I can't really care. But <laughs> like, uh, it's it's not really for you to get down exactly. with. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And like, the, of course he came around because he, he realized that he just needs to grow up. That's mm-hmm. I'm going to actually just dumb it down to you need to grow up because the world don't rise and set on your ass my nigga but um (laughs) but yes a lot of people are um discovering that i not the idea but the 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 pronouns that exist outside of she and him (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's getting real deep (laughs) yeah i think it's it's causing people to um because we have more options now Mm -hmm. right i feel like people now are uh, facing themselves right and yeah. determining like well is this i mean this is really the only option that i've had thus far but now that there's some other options yeah do i want to go with something else you that's actually I mean? how i came to because mm-hmm. <laughs> i was just like well i don't feel like certain things yeah. so like yeah, yeah, yeah. i would love other options i found that option i was like that sure. <laughs> that's me yeah i think um it's all one day i want to like deeply dive into this and maybe it's not me maybe i can just like pr- this would be something to produce mm-hmm. um but like it's all T, like T-E-A, right? People just want to know people's business <laughs> or people just want to know like what's inside of your head. Like exactly. I see you and you look this way and I have these assumptions about mm-hmm. you. But am I right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you know what you could do? Mind your fucking <laughs> business and get a job. I officially took my pronouns say? out my bio. Suck a dick, ho. Oh my get a job. gosh. Do- <laughs> do something. Yes. Like there's so many other things that you could be doing than like minding other people yes and that's why i took my bio my uh pronouns on my bio and it's and it says 
<laughs> it's like a bumper sticker. Ask me mm-hmm. about my pronouns. That's interesting. <laughs> we, we actually do have, um, we include our pronouns in like our work um, email. That, okay. Like, I ask everyone to. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I appreciate that too, because there's, there are people who use different pronouns who like, I'm not sure based on their name. Yeah. Right? And I try to be sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I use they in general, but yeah. like I'm not sure, right? Especially there was someone I love with that. like a name like um like Cullen. Uh. That was a name. They're like, hey, <laughs> I want to introduce you to our new teammate uh, Cullen. Like, we'll need you, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. for work. And it was just via the intro was via email. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna send uh, I'm gonna send them over like their onboarding materials. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. And like I I didn't know who I was referring to, mm-hmm. and so I thought it was you know only proper to do it that way. Yeah. Um. But I think it's not difficult. Like, this is not a new introduction in language. Exactly. We already do it. Yeah. You know, it's just something that we need to, like, be conscious of. So mm-hmm. that means that, like, we got to pay a little bit more attention. Yes. Yeah. That's really interesting to hear. Because, like, a lot of... Uh, we're not going to get too deep. Yeah. But <laughs> in the black community, a lot of people are really confused about it. Like, especially in, like, the inner city or if you want to call it urban. But I'm going to call it ghetto. If you're not black, don't say it. But <laughs> in the ghetto... The idea of uh, pronouns and all that other stuff is just really confusing to people who are just accustomed to, like, basic she, him, her, he. I think we can discuss this in the future, but, like, black people just be, like, mm-hmm. I- I'm going to give us credit and I'm going to take something yes. away at the same time. Like, <laughs> the credit is that, or the take something away first is that, like, um, niggas don't be feeling like making adjustments to things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because we're tired, <laughs> right? <laughs> And so, like, I understand, but also, like, we do, we got to make those adjustments. Yeah. It's it's only right. And, like, we, and and I I talk about this, and again, an an exhausting thing to talk about. But I would never, I would never, ever, I'm going to explain, matter of fact, I'm not even explaining it this (laughs) way, to a white person that you can't call me anything but black and exactly. that's like that's barely when you say black i'm raising one of these eyebrows you know what i mean but like it's no color it's no negro it's no none of the above you know what i'm saying african-american african-american <laughs> no i'm not with this shit america y'all can have that this shit is fucked up mm. so like that is like a little bit more where it is for me yeah. um but yeah um I, I don't understand why it's so difficult for other people to understand what other people require yeah. when they have that same requirement. Adjustments. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to move on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to In Living Color. Uh-oh. Um, this is just uh, TV shows and, and things that have uh, been going on lately. Um, I'm watching The Circle on Netflix. Have okay. you seen or started that? Uh, I haven't, but I've seen like like mm-hmm. what it's about or whatever it's a uh, pretty interesting show it's kind of like big brother but with social media tied in <laughs> um so there's like a social media on like it's it's not a real form of social media but, yeah um it's for the show and it's called the circle and you don't meet any of the people physically okay right? you're just like playing a game to like see who's gonna be the most popular or yeah. like who you know people rate the highest i and, need like, to watch this it's so weird right <laughs> but like you also it's based on like just profile pictures so as you start off the game, you have one profile picture. Mm-hmm. You can get like another, you know what I mean? As you like earn stuff and like people get to like see your personality. Okay. And like that's what could potentially make you the winner. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that like you don't have to play as yourself, you know? So if I thought that like someone else's pictures 
were would be more likable than my own mm-hmm. you know like this game is for a hundred thousand dollars right so there's like multiple already in the beginning so far there's multiple catfishes right <laughs> I was gonna say there's people playing as other people oh my god and then um basically like you can after like certain ratings or different mm-hmm. things that get rated and whatever you can get, they call it like blocked or reported or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you get like knocked out of the game and they bring other people in. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm only on like episode three, but they're doing one of those Netflix rollout things where it's like a few episodes. So they like, they don't okay. spoil the ending. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's pretty interesting. It's called The Circle. Um, I would definitely check it out. I want to jump into that. Um, while we're talking about Netflix. There's... Oh, I got some too. Okay. Yeah. Um, talking about Netflix, the they released their like twenty twenty oh, um, yes. lineup via like a tweet thread, so I'll make sure to link that as well. Um, but another year of movies is ahead of us. We've mentioned a lot of these films already, so here's a handy list of all the films coming to Netflix this year. Um, the main things that stood out to me, um, there's a really good uh, something that was gonna be like produced by the Obamas. Oh, and uh, The Five Bloods, mm-hmm. um, that is um, Spike, Spike Lee. Lee, Chadwick Boseman will be in that. Interesting. Um, <laughs> some other folks. So that seems interesting. Ryan Murphy, of course, just, you know, <laughs> get into the bag, as always. <laughs> um, there was something else that I saw that was like, oh, Fall from Grace. That's the Tyler Perry. Oh, my um, God. Drawn. I don't listen. Listen. Oh, get to, get to the bag, nigga. Get to the bag, nigga. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, Tyler Perry, um, there was, you know, Crip Camp. Uh, this is uh, down the road from Woodstock in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is uh, apparently executive produced by President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. Um, and then there was another one. Okay, this one, the platform. It says, in a future dystopia, prisoners housed in, a vertic- in vertically stacked cells watch hungrily as food descends from above, feeding from the upper tiers. But leaving those below ravenous and radicalized. Oh, absolutely. And that sounds like crazy, right? But it sounds like, oh, America. Okay, Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's like very much like the Hunger Games, which is like mm. pretty much what's happening. Uh-oh. Um, but what else are you watching? Um, I'm currently watching Patriot Act. I don't know if you know. Yes. The uh, Hassan Minhaj. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we're, and we're also saying names correct yes. now. Yes. Get um, it right. <laughs> Hassan Minhaj. Yes. Yeah. Um. I always liked him. Uh, I watched his first stand up, and he's like in my head, uh, <laughs> PowerPoint guy. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he makes that joke often. But he, that show, I didn't think I would really be interested in it until I actually just watched it on a whim. But whew. Patriot Act is really, really, really good. I yes. don't know if I've ever talked about it on here, but like um, the topics are really good. If you went back to like the first season, yeah. Um, he was talking about the internet at one point where he was talking. Um, where like he's talking about like broadband internet and like mm-hmm. many people don't have it and then he was talking about how he had to release that episode on dvd oh wow right for netflix because he's like well netflix still makes dvds in some places right because they don't get <laughs> yeah. streaming internet that's good enough for them to uh-huh. like stream and watch netflix so hey, man. um it like the way that it all tied together was just we like, love really, accessibility really yeah um he also just had that more recent episode about um about his name and how like basically his name ellen. yeah it was ellen um <laughs> who was like hassan yeah not pronounced Has, hassan minaj <laughs> like who the hell is that and is like Nicki minaj's cousin you no know I mean? like, honey yeah. um so the true pronunciation of his name is, is hassan minhaj yes um and you know he was just explaining that like he ultimately like is proud of his name you know what i mean like yeah. his mom chose that name for a reason and so you shouldn't have to be out here in hollywood 
like renaming yourself. Um, you Who was he going by? Sean. <laughs> oh yeah, he said by Sean. There was actually a tweet I saw uh, this week, and I believe the the woman's name, her first name was uh, Watagwe, mm-hmm. um, and it was uh, you know she's of African descent. And she said she had gone back to Africa. I think this was during uh, New Year's. Mm-hmm. She went back with like a group of white people. Uh, I'm not sure why. I think maybe they just happened to be around. But <laughs> she she said that what the, a journey. <laughs> right, the white person. Um, she said like she said her name. She said it was you know Watagwe. And the white person was like, oh, that's pretty hard. So I'm just gonna call you W. And like, excuse me. She's basically like, you're gonna learn my name, or you're not exactly. gonna fucking say. It. I'm like, like, don't, don't fucking talk speak to me. To me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Have um, you ever had somebody mess up your name? All the time. Oh yeah. I think that's why I sometimes go by like my shortened name, which I'm not gonna say on here. Yeah. That's only for niggas that know me. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> yes. um, yeah. I sometimes go by like other forms of my name, mm-hmm. or when I go to Starbucks, I just make up a random name that's like really easy. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah. What's your name? Dave. Right over here. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Cause like. I'm not, I just want to know when my drink is coming out <laughs> more than I want to have to like deal with people. Like they're like, um, like, why don't like, you yeah, know I how to say my name? Give me, yeah, give me my shit. Um, cool. And then Uncut Gems, have you seen that or have you seen? I was actually going to watch it like sometime this weekend. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's out in the movies and mm-hmm. like it's, I've been wanting to see it, but the thing that got me interested this week, I saw it in terms of like all time movies. Yeah. It has the seventh number seventh highest number of like f-words like they say fuck the seventh highest adam sandler is in the movie so i'm (laughs) not surprised Um, (laughs) and apparently he's really great and it's not like extremely comedic okay um so uncut gems i'll let you know Um, i'm probably gonna see it in the next week or so yes uh, um uh, bops and the bangers okay you wanna go um no go for it (laughs) um are you are you listening to anything i mean i mean of course uh i actually had uh what's her name how do you say see we were just speaking about names uh what is it tanache or tina like how do you do it (laughs) tennis shoe (laughs) hey (laughs) but yes um i was i wasn't pleasantly surprised with her last album Mm -hmm. but there there are some uh nice gems in there so cash race is like two songs in one Mm. the second half of it is my favorite part i love songs (laughs) it's like pyramids but i like i like the whole thing so shout out to frank ocean but um the second half of cash race is amazing to me um only because it sounds like uh, she sampled a Wiz Khalifa song, but that that might be a, a bias. Okay. <laughs> it might be a bias. And my second one is Collide from um, what is it, the Queen and Slim uh, soundtrack with uh, Tina Major Nine. Or how do you say it? what the hell? And um, an Earth Gang. Okay. <laughs> I love Earth Gang, but that song is pure like no words. Y'all should see my face right now, but <laughs> but <laughs> it's a really voice, nice yeah. song. Like I love her. I haven't I haven't heard her voice since freaking Wale. And that's my fault. But I know she put out music after that, but that whole situation got really messy, apparently. That was the, that was the girl that was on um, Bad. The Bad song, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. I remember when she was doing stuff. I think she was like a model, too. Okay. She, yeah. Um, there we go. Yeah. Um, so shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a, re- that's a really good song. Um, what was the first song or like album you listened to this year? Mm. Mm. This year? This very... 2020? 2020. Oh! <laughs> I've been uh, recycling albums actually. That's uh, fine. Like, um, <laughs> so the the fir- the first one that I that that I entered twenty twenty with was um, Chasing Summer. So, okay. Oh my goodness! 
that like that's not okay first of all let's debunk this <laughs> this that's not a love album mm. he's not crooning for somebody to love him okay he's fucking up he's re- and he's reflecting that's a reflection album okay to i need me. to listen to it from that perspective <laughs> to me okay um yeah my first my first like i was listening to on new year's eve um actually all of my favorite albums of the decade okay. like that's what i was doing throughout the day and stuff mm-hmm. so wow, i listened to like not two kanye albums but i listened to one okay and then i listened to watch a throne so <laughs> technically <laughs> um i listened to life of pablo that was the one that i chose i don't know why but because i wanted to hear like ultralight beam and i wanted to hear um what's the john you want me to give you a testimony about oh my I'm gosh sure. <laughs> and, and highlights right after so um yeah listen to that but i listened to uh both of beyonce's well beyonce and mm-hmm. uh lemonade i listened to a seat at the table and when i get home i have a question for you okay so there's like a, a tl uh <laughs> tl wars yeah. yes about lemonade <laughs> what it being how it's not her best album and how it wasn't as monumental as people like to say it was let's talk offline okay <laughs> um, it um it changed the trajectory of her career. Yeah. But like also, oh no, no, okay, okay, okay. I think Beyonce changed tra- the trajectory of her career. Right? Mm-hmm. Beyonce, the album. Actually, even four did. So there was like a big shift. Yeah. But like Lemonade was like, bitch, I'm going all the way. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, like y'all thought I was just doing this a little bit. Like it was when, you know, you're trying to go from zero to 60. Yeah. And Lemonade was 60. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, okay. Lemonade is like when I got there and now I'm fucking cruising. So. Okay. <laughs> Um, there's that as far as it not being as monumental as it's, you know, supposed to be. Okay. Like why are we, then why are we talking about it right now? I don't. Okay. Um, yeah. (laughs) So my first album actually, what I was listening to as the year transitioned was I was listening to homecoming. Okay. Um, Cause I feel like homecoming when it first came out was like my, um, like wake up. I listen to like, I always have a wake up playlist or like sometimes a wake up album and um homecoming was always great because it's like you start the day with like this music that like makes you feel good to start up like yeah. it starts off with a whistle you know what i mean and it's just like all right get the fuck up and like let's start this day you know yeah um so it was i was thinking about that for like closing the year um and it was one of the albums i listened to like most throughout the year so okay i went back and then like the song that like transitioned the year i was like let me get something queued up just in case it's like i didn't want it to be partition okay right? like ah, that's, 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 <laughs> But before I could even like get a new song set, it hit twelve on I Care, and I was like, "Okay, okay, I'll take it." All right, like if that's how my day is gonna start. There you go. Um, and then the first album that I really listened to, like, um, late into New Year's Eve and then early New Year's Day, was um, uh, "Process" by Sampha. There we Definitely go. Revisit that. Yes, like yes. That's a really good one. I'm so. I love oh, the fact that <laughs> I have just like a, a glass of tea and then a glass of water. And you just bang it. <laughs> so I just keep banging my glass phone against Shout out it. to Solange for introducing the masses to, to him. To Sanfo? Yeah. I, I don't even know. Like, he was already it, mainstream to me. Yeah, he was already mainstream But like, me. I know people who were not like digging for music yeah. heard his voice and they was like, oh, let me go. Let me find him. Oh, side note. Shea Butter Baby was is definitely in rotation mm. for the last couple of days. Yeah. Like waking up to that trumpet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah 
it's Chicago like, yeah. Boy is an amazing song and needs more flowers. Shea Butter Baby is that's one of the albums someone said that like uh, because I was listening to things that I really love this year. Yeah. Like that I should have listened to that and I'm like you know what I should have. Yeah. Um, so I might play that right after this. Do that. <laughs> um, last thing I listened to this album a friend of mine shared with me it's by D-Pat D-P-A-T mm. um, and it's called Left Unsaid and it's just like all instrumental like a little bit electronic but um, the song that I love the most is number six. It's an interlude called Blush. And they sample um, In Love with Another Man by Jasmine Sullivan. But it's just like her like vocal runs in the background. Yeah. And it's, you already know. Because like, you already know. But like, <laughs> it's so good. So D-Pat, that's just D-P-A-T. Um, and then there's this other song. Sorry, last one by... I don't even know the song name. But there's a group or like a something a music something called salt s-a-u-l-t and they have an album called five and another another one called seven and they both look really good and then there's oh jeremy o-j-e-r-i-m-e um they have a song called i know now um i'll post all these in the show notes and all that but like um do that yeah because <laughs> i'm gonna go uh, yeah there's there's some fire out there there's some music that i've just been listening to i've been trying to like mix it up a little mm-hmm. bit um and you know do a little different all right we are at three things to stand like right on time this is perfect I yeah cool thought um, i was gonna talk everybody's ear off i'm proud of me <laughs> <laughs> i'm proud of me too because i'm just like all right i'm gonna just fill up the time um cool um do you want to start off with three things to stand this is every week just something that um you love maybe something that's inspiring you um, something that's just, you know, making your week, uh, amazing. Okay. Yeah. I can start. So baby Rose, cause I, mm. Mm. <laughs> so first of all, she followed me on Instagram. I was really happy about oh, that. Oh, I did see that because of the palettes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I was really excited about that, but just her vocal range, in my opinion, I really love it. Her voice in person is just like phenomenal. It, it blew my mind. I know you said that she wasn't your cup of tea, but only because it was yeah I, I'm, I'm a revisit yeah I can yeah, revisit. yeah and it's it's certain songs that i might be able to just point you to like okay. you don't even got to listen to the whole album but the whole album for me just resonated cool. um affordable healthcare <laughs> because well okay. you already know i was diagnosed with lupus earlier last year so like it was kind of hell <laughs> Oof. Mm. and then they took away my health care what was it around november so i've been paying out of pocket for everything mm. medication uh, lab work i'm broke let's talk about that <laughs> Broke now, but I'm getting it back. Affordable healthcare, yes. I just got my healthcare in the mail. We what was it like on the first of January? Okay. <laughs> I was like, yes. Wake up! It's the first of the month. Yes. Yeah. That's and, what we got for. Mm-hmm. And then my last thing is mixtape potluck. It's like a um cookbook from Questlove. We already was talking about that. Yeah, we were just talking about some it. really good recipes in there. You got to pick that up. Shout out to him. <laughs> I think I'm gonna grab it too. I just saw it on sale somewhere, and I saw that it's like a, a collective from. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of different like celebrities, yeah. And, like you know, like uh, his friends and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's super cool. <laughs> then at the end, they have like a thing where they're like, for the person who can't cook, <laughs> just bring, just bring the uh, paper plates and the paper towels. Listen, that's all we can ask. <laughs> like, but if you can't cook, don't be trying to do some shit. Exactly. Like, so that's in the that's in the like the last three pages of the book. That's dope. Um, all right, cool. I'm gonna give my three things a stand. Uh, one is uh, Earl Grey tea. Um, I'm drinking it right now. Um, it's really good. I don't know. I, I found out like what it is that I, I like the scent of like bergamot or bergamot. What is that? B-E-R-G-A-M-O-T. It's okay. like oil. Okay. But that that's the, that's what's in Earl Grey tea. And like, that's what makes it like have a good like scent and taste. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so shout out to Earl Grey tea. Do it do anything for your stomach and I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a black tea technically, so okay. it's like a nice little coffee replacement. <laughs> um, when you're just when you still need the caffeine, but yeah. like you're trying to you know Not drink be a little coffee. more herbal with it. Okay. Um, the second is Level, uh, which is a new publication by Medium. Okay. Um, which uh is it just focuses on men of color, um, and just like black men's issues and, and things like that. So, um, I'm writing some things for. Um, level over the next few um, <laughs> weeks and months okay um and so shout out to them mm. um ava duvernay um posted she was doing like her uh recap uh of the decade yeah and she posted this film that i had never seen before and i'll, I'll add a link to it in the notes um but it's called the door um and this was uh from mew mew well i, I don't know how to pronounce this um but mew mew the brand um, and the person's last name is Prada, um, basically selected Ava DuVernay to make a film, um, that really focused on like black women and also focused on like showing them in high fashion. So, um, Gabrielle Union, Alfre Woodard, mm -hmm. um, there's a number of, you know, beautiful black women, uh, in this, uh, also, um, uh, go appell, go, go play. Guapale. Gu <laughs> like, <laughs> Butchering the names out here. Oh, that is her right, right there. That's her right there. Okay, yes. Yeah. So um yeah, it's a really beautiful film. She plays the singer in it, and it's like a short nine minute film. I was able to find it on Vimeo. Um, but definitely something uh worth looking into. It's from twenty thirteen, so um not super new, but also not extremely old. Okay. Um so those are my I three stand things. that too. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, before we leave and before we go into, um, our closing mantra, do you want to, um, tell the people where they can find you for more cool milk mother? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at milk mother, M I L K M U V A. And you can book me for all of my services. What is that? Uh, aesthetic brand aesthetic and writing services and just help, <laughs> you know, asking for help at, um, what is it? Uh, thehobbygirl.com. Thehobbygirl.com. Dope. Um, you can find this show uh, on Twitter and Instagram at BLKMLNL. Um, I think that's mostly it. Like uh, The production company that produces this show is East Oak, uh, so you can find that at eastoak.co, um, both on Instagram and uh, online. Uh, it's the website and the Instagram. Um, and you can find me, as per usual, nowhere. Um <laughs> My the closing mantra for this week. Each week we close with like something to think about. And my cousin, we were having a really good conversation. Like my cousin is incredibly inspiring. Like definitely the type of person that like obviously we're related, so we kind of have to be in each other's lives, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but like that you want to be in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean, just for that motivation and for those great conversations. And so um, this really stuck with me from that conversation. But um, I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a ward. Yeah. And I, it's like, at first I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know. <laughs> That's crazy because um, when I read it, I was like, yes. <laughs> but, like, right? but I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> but, you know, I'd rather be a warrior in a space where, like, I don't have to do what I'm capable of doing. Yeah. Than to be a gardener trying to stay alive in the middle of a war. Okay. Um, so that's that. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Black Millennial. Thank you for being here with thank us. Thank you for we having me. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, we'll see you guys next week for another show. Speak soon.